0: If you brought your Bible open please to James 3 and Proverbs 18, if you didn't bring a Bible hold up your hand real high, the ushers have extra Bibles, be glad to let you use one of ours, hold up your hand and and use one of our Bibles and turn to James 3 and Proverbs 18. Ready to get stirred up this morning, get quickened by the Word? Hallelujah. James 3, Proverbs 18. James 3 in verse uh, 1. Brethren, be not many masters or teachers, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. You'll be held responsible for what you teach and the effect it had on people's lives. Secondly, Second verse, in many things we offend all, if any man offend not in the word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Verse three, behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Verse four, the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, turned about with a very small helm, the rudder. Whithersoever the governor listeth. Verse 5. Even so the tongue is a little member. And boast great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. We all know what one little match can wind up being. That's right. Devastating. Destroying thousands of acres and hundreds of homes. Amen. Started out as seemingly insignificant. He said that's the way you, your tongue is. Words can seem small and, and un, inconsequential, and yet it can set a chain of events in motion that absolutely are devastating. Amen. But on the other hand, it can work the other way too. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It cannot seem like much was happening when you started saying that, but over the course of the next days and weeks and months, absolutely set you on a different course in life and bring blessings to you in abundance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me of that. While I sat over there, the Lord prompted me about something coming up in this next year, 2011. Dave was talking about it. And I, I could just, how can I say it? I saw it, is how I should say it. Numerous individuals having Ephesians 3.20 experiences. Ephesians 3.20. Put it up on the screen for us. Now unto him that is what? Able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. I saw numerous individuals having experiences just being overwhelmed by the goodness of God. Amen. Crying tears of joy and just clasping their hands and going, God, you are you are so good. You are so so good. Experiencing exceed it's above exceeding abundantly above what they had asked or thought or prayed about. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. <laughs> yeah. That's what kind of year. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say, so be it. So be it unto me. And to my house. Hallelujah. So be what? Exceeding abundantly. Above what we asked or thought. Ephesians 3.20 experiences. I saw individuals weeping. Tears not of sadness. Of joy. Of joy. Thank weeping Thank while they thanked God. Yes. For such exceeding goodness. You. Yes. Lord you are you. so good. So good. Is he that powerful? Is he? Yeah. And he, is he that good? Yeah. To you? Yeah. Say it again. So be it. so be it. Hallelujah. That's what Mary said. According to your word. Be it unto thy handmaid according to what you said. Yes. So say that out loud. Be it unto me. It unto me. According, to that word. according to that word. Amen. 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 Well, this, we're acting on this verse already in what we just did. He said in verse 2, James 3 2, this is the NIV. Well, the the Young's Literal Translation, it says, If anyone in word does not stumble, this one is a perfect man able to bridle also the whole body. Perfect does not not mean flawless. This word has to do, a very similar word is complete. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with development. Mm -hmm. And our words locate us. There are a lot of people that think they're spiritual, but their words give them away. If you, Now think about it. NIV says, if anyone is never at fault in what he says, he's a perfect man. Complete, fully developed individual, able to keep his whole body in check, and he goes on talking about your whole life. Think about it. If you go all day today and don't miss it in what you say. You go all night tonight. And don't say one wrong thing. You go all day Monday. And Tuesday and Wednesday. And you go all week. You go all month. And don't miss it in one thing you said. You are developed. You are mature. You are spiritual. And, and how is that going to happen? It's not going to happen unless you are thinking About what you're saying. Unless you are. You watchful with your words. Unless you are slow to speak. Hmm? And if you're not. Then no matter how spiritual you think you are. The truth is you're immature. And undeveloped. If you just say a bunch of stuff all the time. Our words locate us. You think we all got room to grow in this area. Oh boy. Well, (laughs) if you never miss it in what you say, you're a perfect individual. You have fully developed. You're fully matured. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18 and 20. It says a man's belly shall be satisfied with what? Not just the sweat of his brow. So people think, well, if you work hard, then you can be satisfied with, with what you need and, and want. Actually, there's a lot of hard workers that are undermining their self every day with their mouth. And, and it is not true that hard work alone assures success and prosperity there are people that have worked multiple jobs all their life and they've been poor all their life now diligence is a biblical principle and it's part of the you know what qualifies you but it by itself is not you can be a hard worker and have everything go wrong now you'll eat good because of what you say you will be satisfied and with the increase of his lips, shall he be filled. We should only speak increase. We shouldn't speak decrease, even if you've been experiencing it. Don't talk it. Hmm? Even if it, so, isn't that faith? Isn't that not walking by sight, but walking by faith? Not looking at things seen, but looking at things not seen. Even if you're experiencing difficulty, but you're talking increase. With the the increase of your lips, you'll be filled. Next verse. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Think about that statement. He didn't just say affected it or influenced it. He said it's in the power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. They that love what? Well if you love death and talk death you'll have it. If you love life and talk it you'll have it. Look in uh, two openings with me. Look in Psalm what is it uh, 34 and first Peter three Psalm 34 and first Peter three. Thank you Lord. It's really good to have the Holy Spirit when you don't have it in your notes <laughs> I need another hand here. Psalm 34, if I can get to it here, is also quoted in 1 Peter 3. And verse 12, Psalm 34, 12 says, What man is he that desires life and loves many days? That's as opposed to just a few. And not just a lot of days to exist, but a lot of days that you see good. Good days. How many would volunteer for this? You you want life. And long life. And a good. How many would volunteer and say yeah? Yeah. He's asking a question. Who among you? What man is it that desires life? You love many days. And you want to see good all those days. Verse 13 is what you do. Keep your tongue. Keep your tongue from evil. Now, evil just means bad and wrong. And your lips from speaking guile. Now, guile is deception and falseness. You ought not say anything bad and wrong, and you ought not say anything falsely. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. And the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Look at First Peter 3. He quotes this in the New Testament. First Peter 3 and verse 10. For he that will love life and see good days, let him do what? Refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Is this true? Does it matter what we say? How much does it matter? It is a matter of life or death. Death or life. Do you want to have a good life? Yes. He mentioned that the tongue is just like the rudder on the ship, just like the bit in the horse's mouth. You use a bit to steer the horse, you use the rudder. To steer the ship. You use your tongue. To steer your life. Your tongue. Is to your life. What your steering wheel is. On your car. That's what it is. And so many people. Bless their hearts. You know it's like they're in the car. Got the foot on the floor. They're ripping down the road. Doing 100 miles an hour. And they're going. I don't want to go this way. I don't want to go, but they just hold the steering wheel same direction you're going. I don't want to go this way. I don't want to go this way. I don't want to go this way. What should you do? Help me out, friends. What should I do? Turn the wheel. Turn the wheel. Yeah, but I'm I'm going this way. I know. <laughs> Turn the wheel. Yeah, but I'm not going that way. I'm going this way, but I don't want to go this way turn the wheel yeah but i'm going this way i know that sounds foolish but that's what millions of christians are doing they only talk what they have they only talk the way they're going they only talk things the way they are and they won't turn their words and talk another direction they think that's being that's not real that's not right you can change your life with your words. You can change the direction. You ever heard me tell the testimony about the, the guy that had tried to quit smoking for years and gone through all these programs, been prayed for a hundred times, and, and 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 he said, "Oh, uh, brother Keith, I, I wanna, I wanna quit." And and if you say, "Well, is there anything wrong with smoking?" Hey, if you like to smoke, smoke. We're talking about people that want to get free. And. <laughs> And this guy wanted to be free, and uh, he, you know, sometimes people talk that way about it because they don't believe they can get free. They really want to be, but they they won't talk about getting free because they don't think they can. Well, and I and I said, well, will you do what I say? He said, brother Keith, I've been prayed for a bunch, and he said, I've thrown away, I don't know how many cartons of cigarettes, and and I always wind up going back trying to find them, and and. and, and and he said, I, I, I said, no, I'm not, I'm not even going to pray for you. You're not? I said, no. He said, well, I don't, don't ask me to, to quit. I've tried. I said, I'm not going to ask you to quit. You're not? I said, no. I said, will you do what I direct you to do? I will if I can. I said, you can, if you will. Just simply say this. Every time. That you go buy a pack of cigarettes every time you put a pack in your pocket, every time you open them up, every time you pull out one, every time you light it up, every in between puffs, I want you to say, thank you, Lord, I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm free from cigarettes. I'm free from nicotine. I said in between drags, in between puffs. I said, when you pull them out and you lay them on your nightstand or wherever it is, I said, I want you to say it out loud. Thank you, Lord. I am free. He said, yeah, but I'll be smoking. I said, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be smoking. I said, you're already smoking. <laughs> right. Right. He said, well, you're right about that. I said, you've tried everything else. I said, he said, I have. I tried them patches. I tried this. I tried that. I tried that gum. Man, I chewed a sackful full of that gum. And, and <laughs> I said, well, will you do this? He said, yeah, but I'll be smoking. I said, I know. (laughs) Now, do you hear what's going on with him? What's he doing? (laughs) I don't want to go this way. I don't want to go this way. Turn the wheel. Yeah, but I'm going this way. Yeah, I know that's why you need to turn the wheel. Yeah, but I'm going this way. (laughs) I'm smoking. I know you are. Turn the wheel. Change what you're saying. Because while he was talking to me. He must have told me. Fifteen times. He said brother Keith I've tried everything. And I just can't quit. I've tried everything. They prayed for me. They they've laid hands on me. Said, I just can't quit. I can't quit. I just can't quit. Well if you say so. He said he couldn't quit. He believed he couldn't quit. And What? He can't quit. He's bound by it. And he thinks it's the nicotine. That's got him bound. He thinks it's the cigarette. He thinks it's the tobacco. It's not. So, Are you preaching against smoking? No I'm not. You like to smoke? Smoke. <laughs> love the Lord. Can a fellow love the Lord. While he's smoking? Absolutely. Absolutely. And doing a lot of other stuff too. Getting looks all across the crowd. There's a lot of stuff that Christians hold on to just as bad or worse at smoking. And uh, you should not be pointing fingers. But if you want to get free. That's what I'm talking about. If you want to get free. If don't, you just tune out till I get to something else here. But if you want to be. Like this guy, this guy had tears in his eyes. He said, I want to quit. I said, well, you can. I said, well, you do what I say. And I told him. And he said, well, I, yeah, but I'll be smoking Mother I said, I know. Never, I looked at him and I put my finger up. I said, never again say I can't quit. Never. Not one more time. Here's what you say. I'm free. The Lord has set me free. I'm free from cigarettes. I'm free from smoking. I'm free. I said, you say it when you buy them. You say it when you put them in your pocket. You say it when you light one up. You say it in between puffs. You say it when you put one out. You say it when you pull out the pack out of your pocket. I said, you say it. Will you do it? He said, well, I," I said, will you do it? He said, okay, okay. I'll do it. I saw him... Must have been three, four weeks later. Walked into the back of the room where I was speaking. I didn't even have to ask him. He's lit up like a light bulb. (laughs) And after the service, he came to me beeline. He said, Brother Keith, Brother Keith, guess what? I said, I don't have to guess. He said, I did what you said. I did what you said. He said, and you know, first in the beginning, I thought, man, okay, I'll say it, you know. But I didn't know, think much about it. But but I just, I'd just i say it, and I'd say it, and I'd light one up, and I'd say, thank you, Lord, I'm free. Thank you. He said, I just smoked and smoked. He said, thank you, Lord, I'm free, I'm free. And he said, it, it was only uh, two or three weeks. And he said, I was standing out on the corner, and I was smoking one, and I had said it so much till it was just like second nature to me anymore, and I just... I, I, and he said I said thank you Lord I'm free and he said it hit me I am free Amen. he said it hit me I Amen. am free and he said I, I have not smoked I don't want one right. he said I'm, I am free Amen. I am free glory, glory, to glory to God see even though he really didn't believe it when he first started he got to the point faith comes by hearing Amen. he heard it night and day right. and he eventually got to the point where he believed it and when he believed it, the power was there Amen. to set him free. Amen. reason I say it, we, we must have gotten a hundred testimonies the last few years in the same area, just got a recent one about drugs. Amen. The guy heard about the guy getting free from cigarettes. He thought, well, if I don't work with cigarettes, he'd work with these drugs. Amen. And he did the same thing and got totally free. Amen. Got totally free. What he hadn't been able to get free from. And rehab and other stuff. Why? He was going this way. Come on are you listening? And all he did was this. Come on all he did was this. And what did it do? It turned him around. And it put him in another. Going another direction. Instead of going down. Deeper. Worse. Bondage. He started coming out. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Go to Romans 4, please. Romans 4 and the 16th verse. He said, It is by faith that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Abraham is held up as a timeless example Of faith. And he's the father of us all. We are also faith people. The seed of Abraham. To operate like he did. Verse 17. As it is written. I have made thee. A father. Of many nations. Now God. Spoke this to Abram. When he and Sarah. Were childless. And when they're just getting older, and she was barren when she was 20, she's gone through the change of life, reproductive organs, dead, dried. But God is the God who quickens the dead. That's right. Amen. See, from, from the natural standpoint, something's dead, you think, well, that's it. But even if something's dead, lifeless, dried up, with God, it's so. Just quicken it. Whether it's a dead body, or dead organs, or dead glands, or a, a dead kidney, a dead part part of the brain, a dead part of the heart, dead part of the liver. Yes, yes, yes. Are you with me? We serve the God who quickens. <laughs> The dead makes alive what was dead. And this is how he does it. Quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. That's how he does it. And it's Abraham picked it up after him and did the same thing. God renamed Abram, Abraham, father of many nations, and told him, I have done it. Not I'm going to do it. Not I'm in the process of doing it. I have done it. I have made you the father of many nations, so your name is no more Abram or Abram. Your name is Abraham. You are the father of many nations. You are to call yourself that, and everybody else is to call you that. Because I've already made you that. Amen. 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 And so Abram changed what he was saying about himself and changed him. Amen. Changed his life. I want to go through that again slowly. Abraham changed what he was saying and changed his self. He changed what he was saying, what he was calling himself, and it changed his life. God told him what to call himself, and he called himself what God told him to call himself, and he became something else. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Should we call ourselves what he calls us? He has called us some wonderful things. He has called us his beloved. He has called us the righteousness of God in Christ. He has called us more than conquerors. Victorious ones. Overcomers. What should you call yourself? Come on, help me out, friend. Come on, say it out loud right now. I am. am. What What he says I am. I am. The righteousness, of God the righteousness of God in Christ. In Christ. I, am I am more am than a conqueror. I am, I am an overcomer, overcomer in Him. In him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am. That's what I am. Glory to God. If you change what you say about yourself, you change. Amen. See, the devil is such a subtle, my, my, my. subtle, sorry rascal. And that's not bad enough. No. <laughs> but he has infiltrated people's minds and deceived them into saying such negative things yes. about right. themselves. And it's so prevalent in the world the people don't even notice it. That's right. And they think it's self-deprecation is humility. Well, yeah. And it's stupidity. Yeah. Well, I know there ain't much to me. But why would you say there's not much to you? If your words minister life or death when you talk, why would you want to say that? Well, I know I'm not the prettiest thing. I may not be that good looking. Why would you say that? Why? You trying to bless them? How's that going to bless them? It's sure not blessing you. Now listen to this. If it's true that life and death is in the power of the tongue, then the more you talk about how ugly you are, it will change you. It will it will literally make you what you're saying. Well, you know I'm I may not be smart, but hmm? Well, I, I'm you know I'm not. I'm not brilliant or anything like that, but why would you? Why would you say that? What benefit could there possibly be in you saying that? Well, we're poor, you know. We're just poor folks. We just ordinary, broke, dumb, ugly people. <laughs> but we love the Lord. See, people think. That's some form of humility. It is a form of stupidity. That you're you're letting the devil. Cause you to shoot yourself. With your own weapon. Aren't you? He knows. There's death and life in the power of the tongue. Most Christians don't believe it. Just seem like we can't get ahead. You know I'm doing everything I know to do. But I just, I just don't know how we're going to make it. It don't look like we're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Trying to, people see nothing wrong with talking like this. Mm-hmm. And yet spiritual forces are at work. Yeah. Causing to come to pass. Yeah. What we're saying. Good or bad. Yeah. Life or death. Blessing or cursing. Amen. Let's wake up come on guys let's wake up let's get a hold of our mouth wouldn't it be faith if you were experiencing difficulty don't walk by sight walk by faith don't look at the things that are seen talk victory even if you feel like you're experiencing defeat when you feel dumb and you've done dumb stuff it ain't time to call yourself dumb You really need to call yourself smart, sharp, quick, bright, good-looking, very rich, and a major blessing. You heard that before. There's a reason why you've heard that before. We want that in our children's mouths. We want them talking over their self. Hallelujah. How much difference will it make in your life? If you want to have a good life and have a lot of good days and see good, watch that you don't say anything bad or evil. And nothing, you don't say things you don't believe and false and deceptive things. You only say good things. And you only say true things. Somebody say glory to God. What did God do and then Abraham did following God's example? He called those things which be not as though they were. Put it back up on the screen for us. Romans 4 17. Everybody said out loud that last phrase. Calls those things which be not as though they were. Say it again. Calls those things which be not as though they were. Again, he called those things which be not as though they were. That's how God does it. That's how Abraham did it. We're going to look in just a minute. That's how Jesus did it. Reckon how you ought to do it. Listen to other translations of this verse. The Young's literal translation says God who is quickening the dead and calling the things that be not As being. That's a very literal and accurate translation. And have you ever heard this word before, this little two-letter word, be? Does it remind you of something else? In the beginning, (laughs) darkness was on the face of the deep. And what did our almighty Father God do? What did he do? He said, whoo, it's dark down there. Man, it's dark. We need some light. What we need is, what if he talked like most Christians talk? Then he would have looked and went, whoo, that's dark. (laughs) Man, I don't remember seeing such dark. Michael Gabriel, you ever see anything darker than that? (laughs) We need some light. Man, we need some light. How, how are they going to live without light? I mean, we can't have plants. We can't have animals. We can't. We need some light in the worst way. We need some light. Got to have some light. <laughs> what are you laughing about? That's how Christians talk. We need. We want. We got to have. There's no power in that. There's no faith in that. I need. I got to have. I want. Okay, how many times are you going to say it? All you do, the more you talk about how much you need, is build faith in how much you need. Faith comes by hearing. You're hearing about how much you need it. No, literally, it says he looked out over the dark expanse. And what did he say? Light be. be. That word be translated in the King James. Actually, King James says let there be. But those three words in the English represent just one word in the Hebrew. And it's the same word that's translated am when Moses spoke to God at the bush. And he says, Who will I say sinners? He said, Tell them I I am. That's the same word. As be. It's the word that means. Be. Become. Exist. He didn't just think real hard about life. He didn't just look at it. And lightning bolts come out of his eyes. What did he do? He spoke. And said "Light." Light, be. And that wasn't the end of it. Firmament, be. Lights in the heaven, be. Be. And when he said, be, it became. (laughs) And he did the same thing when he wanted something to happen in his man, Abram. Be. Be. I have made you, and you are, be the father of many nations. So he called the things that be not. As being. Amen. That's how faith lives and acts. Are the just to live by faith? Yes. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Are we to live by faith? Yes. Then we have to live by calling the things not being as being. Yes. Or elsewise, we're not really living by faith. You. Can you say glory to God? Glory. Everybody say, be. Thank you, Master. God blessed them. He said, "Be fruitful," didn't He? Be blessed. Now, now people think these are pep talks. <laughs> be strong. Be. People think, well, that's He's just encouraging you, going, "Yeah, y'all, y'all be happy now. Be, be encouraged." No, no. When God says that. He's sending something. He's releasing something. And it causes to create. And it causes to change. The devil's afraid of this. He's afraid of a world full of spirit filled, faith speaking Christians. (laughs) And so for centuries, he's been pretty successful. And keeping people in the dark, and keeping people confused about this, and actually has instituted enough tradition that with most most Christians, if they dared to try to try to uh, start acting like this and speaking like this, their leadership would endeavor to shame them into the submission to tradition. Who do you think you are? How dare you? You're not God. We already knew that. What are you trying to do? Who do you think you are? And have replaced the plain word of God with their traditions. Don't let people shame you. Into submitting to something. That's contradictory. To the word of God. And the way God himself operates. And has told us to operate. And Abraham and Jesus. How many think we'd be in good company? Good company. Living this way. Acting this way. Be. Be blessed. Look in, in Isaiah 55:11. Put it up on the screen. You don't have to turn there. But uh, put it up on the screen for us, please. Isaiah 55:11. What the Lord say about when he speaks? So shall my word be That goes forth out of my mouth. What did he say? It shall not return to me void. But. It shall accomplish. That which I please. His word is not just communicating. His word is accomplishing. Are you all awake in here friends? He's not. God is not just expressing his thoughts and feelings. He's sending his words to do something. To accomplish something. (laughs) It shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. God sends his words and they do work. And He made you and me in His likeness and His image. He made us speaking spirits. Gave us the ability to envision and conceive within ourselves. And fill words full of faith and spirit. And speak them and send them. Send them. Send them to do something. It's real simple. What do you believe happens when you speak? If you think, well, I don't know. I just I just talk. Then that's all that happens. Sometimes people say, well, I tried that. And it didn't work. Because you didn't believe it. Yeah, I did No, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. No, you didn't. How do you know? If you say... I did it and it didn't work, you didn't believe it. Because if you believed it, you'd have never said, it didn't work. Are y'all with me? One of the things I'm amazed about God is his faith and his patience. Faith and patience work together, don't they? Through faith and patience. That means you've got to believe and keep believing and keep believing and keep believing and keep believing as long as it takes. God will say something. And sure enough, it will come to pass 10,000 years later. (laughs) So all that time passed and it wasn't happening and didn't look like it and didn't look like it ever would. But do you think one time he ever stopped and said, I Wonder if that's working or not? <laughs> you know, you'd think it would have happened by now. 9,732 years. <laughs> In order to be long enough to try anything, he, he never tries anything. None of his words are ever void. Everything he says happens. He wouldn't have said it if he didn't want it to happen. Do you think God chooses his words carefully? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He said it will accomplish what I please. It will prosper. It will affect what I sent it to do. Have you learned how to send your words to do something? That's what's going on right now with us, with this church. What if this whole church grew in this until our words became more and more powerful? We've had some good things happen. We've, we've made some progress. We've accomplished some goals and finished some projects. But what if all of us would stand up and as one man say something <laughs> and believe Nothing could stand in the way of Nothing could stop it. Not all the demons in hell. Not all the crazy people on the planet. Nothing could stop it. And, and none of us would come out of faith. All of us would stand for 50 years if it took it. What would happen? Nothing that God put in us would be restrained or kept back from us. Look at the examples of our Father and the example of Jesus himself. You don't have to turn to these, but just listen. You know in the beginning, we've already referred to it. God himself said light be. Firmament be. The lights in in the heavens be. Let me read these to you. I don't want want these to get away from you. Where are they? In uh, Psalm 33. Psalm 33, 6. Don't turn there, just, just listen for a minute. The Bible says, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made. And all the host of them by the breath, that's the Hebrew word for spirit, of his mouth. Verse uh, 9. For he spoke, and what happened? And it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Not it happened and he talked about it. See, so that's how most folk are doing. They just talk about what has happened. They have no concept of saying it to change what has happened. They just talk about this happened and that happened and this is going on, that's going on. Commenting instead of changing. We already talked about it. God didn't just look at it and say we need light. Look how dark. He didn't just comment. What did He do? He changed it. The Bible said that by the word of the Lord were the heavens made. Have you ever looked up in the night sky? Huh? Those little twinkling lights we found out, they're not just little twinkling lights, they're stars. A lot of them eclipse the size of our own sun. Most of them we can't see. And all the resulting bodies and planets and solar systems and where did all that come from? Oh, people like to speculate and go on. And most all of them, when they finally wind down, they say, well, we just, we don't really know. You can know if you'll believe this. How did it come into being? The planet we're living on. The star that gives us our sunshine today. How did it come into being? By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them Think about it. Every star out there, every planet out there, there was a time when it wasn't there. How did it get there? Because God said, Be. He didn't call the things that are as though they are, it wasn't there. So He called it into being. Jesus operated this way. Listen in Matthew. You can turn with me if you want to. Matthew the 8th chapter. Can you take a little more of this? Matthew 8, 3. There was a man that was leprous. He came and he asked and pled with the Lord if he would that he could heal him. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched him and said, I will. What what did he say next? "Be, Be thou clean. Is he trying to encourage the man? No. He's not commenting on the situation. Is he sending some words? Is there anything in these words? There's faith in these words. There's cleansing power. There's healing power in these words. He said, be thou clean. You be clean. Be clean. What happened? Did it make any difference? And immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. Be clean. In the 13th chapter, the centurion servant was sick, you know, lying at the point of death, and he came and asked the Lord. And in Matthew 8 13, he said, Go your way, and as you have believed, what? So be it done, be it done to you. How? Just like you're believing. Be it done to you. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Matthew 9. Matthew 9. 28. Blind men came to him. Jesus said, do you believe I'm able to do this? They said, yes, Lord. Verse 29. He touched their eyes. And he said, according to your faith, what? Be it. Be it it unto you. What else happened? Verse 30. And their eyes were opened. Do you believe it happened just like that? It's not a fairy tale. It's not a myth. He said it. It happened. Can you say glory to God? God. Mark 4.39 Mark 4.39 Jesus arose He rebuked the wind. Who's He talking to? He's not praying to the Father about this. He's talking to the wind. And He said to the sea Who's He talking to? The sea. sea. What did He say? Peace. Peace. Be still. Be still. Be still. Why don't people talk like this? They don't believe it'd do any good, and it's, that's the reason why it wouldn't do any good, because they don't believe it would do any good. Jesus believed it would, <laughs> and it did. Peace. Be still. Be still. Mark seven thirty-three. Mark seven thirty-three. Jesus took the man aside from the multitude. He put his fingers into his ears. He spit and he touched his tongue. He looked up to heaven. He sighed. He said to him, Ephatha. And it means what? Be Be opened. Be cleansed. Be healed. Be still. Be open. It's indisputable. This is how Jesus lived. This is how he operated. Indisputable. What Christian would argue with that? What they will argue with, though, is whether you and me can operate that way. That's right. Won't they? Oh no! Oh, but, but now, Brother Keith, that was Jesus. That's Jesus. He's the Son of God. He can do that. The Scriptures tells us that Jesus emptied Himself of His mighty weight and glory and became like other men. He's not operating as God in these situations. But we should take his word for it. Let's ask him, Jesus, should we do what you do? (laughs) Should, Should we live like you? Should we speak to things like you did? Thankfully, he already answered us. Well we just don't know oh yeah if you can read and you'll believe it you can know <laughs> in uh, we, were, we were there in Matthew Matthew 18:18 18, 18. these are red letters. these are Jesus words how many believe he's the same yesterday today and forever if he said it then saying the same thing now if he said it to them he's saying it to you are we we're believers like them? We're his disciples too? Matthew 18, 18, what did he say? Whosoever, whatsoever rather, you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Who who did he say would bind it and it'd be bound? You. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. How would you do it? Be removed. Be loosed. Be opened. Be opened. If folks scoff and go, ah, come on, I don't believe in that hocus pocus, then you won't be bothered with it. You don't believe it. It will not happen for you. And yet, when you talk about how bad it's going to be, that will come to pass in your life. Smart people follow Jesus. Smart Christians do what the Christ instructed. And direct. listen to what else he said, Matthew 21, 21. This is when Jesus spoke to that fig tree. You remember Mark 11, 23, he said that, uh, Whosoever will say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not darkness out, but believe that whatever he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. Matthew's account of this same happening, listen to how he said it, Matthew 21, 21. Matthew twenty-one, twenty-one. Jesus said, verily I say to you, if you have faith and doubt not, you, somebody say you. you. You shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Amen. If who did it? You. 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 Yeah. Who said that? Jesus. Jesus. Now see, religious tradition would try to shame us into submitting to men's ideas and concepts, submitting to tradition and ignoring this and tell us, ah, who do you think you are? Well, yeah, Jesus could say that. He's God. But you, how presumptuous. What are they trying? They're trying to shame us into ignoring what our master told us to do. Amen. Who are you going to follow? Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Men's religious traditional ideas? Amen. Are you going to stay with what the master told you and me to do? What did he say? He spoke to fevers. He spoke to evil spirits. He spoke to trees. He spoke to the winds and the waves. And they obeyed him. Didn't they? And then he looked at them. And he had it recorded for us. He said, if you would have faith and wouldn't doubt, you could not only do what I did. Did he say it? Come on, did he say it? But you could speak to this mountain. And if you wouldn't doubt but believe that what you said had come to pass, it would be done. You would have what you said. Did Jesus say it or not? Did he say it? It's too much for a lot of people. They just go, because oh. they've, uh, they've fed tradition instead of the word. But it's how we're supposed to live. It's how we're supposed to operate. Oh, that every daddy and every head of every house knew how to say, bills, I call you paid. Money, come in. Deals, opportunities, come. Every parent, every mama knew how to go in and look at the child and lay her hands on his forehead and say, fever, be gone. Infection, be gone. Rash, be dried up. Be removed. Come on, are you listening? Would God that every child of God did this. What a different life we'd have. Instead, religion has taught us to beg and plead, oh God, move the mountain. Oh God please Oh, we'll try to do better Oh God please make the mountain leave Oh God please and he didn't tell us to do that What did he tell us to do he said You speak To that And don't doubt in your don't, don't You're not trying anything Don't doubt in your heart About what's going to happen you believe That what you say Will happen And he said I'm telling you It'll happen That's not some wild-eyed preacher. That's your master. That's the head of the church. Jesus. Do you believe it or not? If we really believe it, how could you tell it? Yeah, and we will watch what we say. We will change how we talk. We will watch every word. And we wouldn't dare say anything negative or about failure, never call yourself dumb. Never call yourself slow or forgetful or any of that. Never say anything negative over your children and grandchildren. If they've not done well in an area, it's time to talk faith. Isn't it? It's time to look at them and say, son, you're smart. You can learn anything. You need to learn. Be quick. Be bright. Be sharp. Do well. Excel. This is not just a pep talk. Come on, this is not just a pep. You are sending words into them, into their, quicken their minds and their body. Come on, quicken their minds, their bodies. Be in favor with everybody you deal with. Amen. Be graced. Thank you. Do well. Thank you, Lord. Excel. Yeah. If you don't believe it matters, then it won't. Because it's not just saying it; it's believing in your heart yeah. and not doubting in what you say. Amen. Comes to pass. Can you say, "I believe it"? I believe it. Luke 17. More red letters, Luke 17 and 5. The apostle said to the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. So he said, come here and I'll lay hands on you and give you some more. No, he didn't. (laughs) Verse 6, what did he say? He said, if you had some faith, even a little, here's what you'd do. What would you do? You would say, if you had faith, You would say, remember the scripture says, we have the same spirit of faith according as is written. I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. If you believe, you speak. They thought, well, we need more faith. He said, no, you need to use what you got. And if you use what you got, it'll grow. It's like a muscle. Use what you got. How do you use what you got? Just like you got born again. Believe in your heart, say with your mouth. Believe in your heart, say with your mouth. Well, why haven't we seen more of this, Brother Keith? Because people hadn't even trying to develop in it. And when people have said stuff, a lot of times they had no faith at all in it. They're just saying it. They didn't really believe it. So it didn't happen. And then they went away and thought, well, that stuff don't work. The problem is lack of faith. Like it's always been. Oh, but faith comes by hearing the word. (laughs) And I believe some folks getting stirred up in this place and outside this place. And some people will actually begin to believe that what they say makes a difference. And instead of just talking, instead of just commenting on stuff, they'll learn to think about it, pray about it, think about it, meditate on it. Feed their faith on the Word. Listen to good materials. Immerse their self. Think about it. Pray about it. Come on, think about it. Talk about it. And then when it gets real hot and burning, they'll say, Be! Be changed. Be made right. Be loose. Be open. Be changed. And they won't just be a hollering and a carrying on. They will believe Amen. what they're saying, Amen. and it'll happen. Amen. Some things might not happen the next day, might not happen the next week, but they'll happen. Amen. They'll happen. Amen. Some things might not happen in a year or two, but they'll happen. They'll happen. So I said it. It's in line with the Word of God. I said it, and Jesus said. I'd have what I said. Hallelujah. What said. The head of the church. Amen. That's what he told me. Amen. He said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you'd say to this sycamore tree, what would you say? Be plucked up by the root. And what? Be planted in the sea." What did Jesus say would happen? He said, it'll obey you. Some folks need to talk to some body parts. Hmm? Kidneys, be cleansed. Kidneys, be healed. Kidneys, I'm talking to you. You're my kidneys. You have to do what I say. In Jesus' name, be healed. Liver, be cleansed. Lungs, be clear. Talk to it. Talk to those joints. Talk to those glands. Talk to those muscles. In uh, 1 John 2.6. Here's the question. Is Jesus. The perfect example. Of how to live. Is he? Is there anybody else. We ought to set up as our example. To follow and act like and live like. Hmm? Should we live like him? Scripture says. He that says he abides in him. Ought to do what? He ought himself so to walk even as he walked. God's Word translation says, Those who say they live in him must live the same way he lived. Should we live the same way he lived? Did he live like, was this a part of the way he lived? He believed and he spoke. He he spoke to trees, he spoke to the wind, he spoke to the waves, he spoke to evil spirits, he spoke to fevers. Didn't he? He spoke, and things changed. Is that the way he lived? Are we to live a different way? Are we to live the life of a beggar? Life of a a worm. We're just a worm. We we can't do anything. We just have to depend on God. Well, see, that sounds religious. But trying to get God to do what He told us to do. It's not going to work. He's not going to change the Bible. He's not going to change the word and say, okay, you don't want to do it that way. Uh, okay, we'll just say begging works. All right, you beg and I'll do it. <laughs> he never changes. From eternity past, from the beginning of this world, he said be, and it was. His patriarchs, his people, even in the old testament, got a hold of some of these principles. I mean think about Joshua standing out there looking up and said, Stun stand still And it didn't go down mm. And Jesus operated this way And his his Uh, followers operated this way. You see evidences of this in the book of Acts. It has always been this way. It's men who changed it. It's tradition that overrode it. If you're going to live in him, the Bible said you must live the same way that he lived. John 14, 12 in the Amplified. John 14, 12 in the Amplified, Jesus said, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you if anyone steadfastly believes in me. Is that you? Do you believe in him? Yes. He will himself be able to do the things that I do. How much plainer can you get? Mm-hmm. And he will do even greater things than these. That's right. Because I go to the Father. If Jesus had remained What he was saying and doing would have just got greater and greater and greater and greater. But that was not the only reason he was here. He was here. He walked as a man for a while. He showed us how to do it. And then he was here to be our sacrifice. And to go to the cross and pay the price for us. And he did that. But it's as plain as can be. He's not just showing us he's God. He's showing us how to live as a believer. Come on home now. And he told us, if you'll believe in me, then you will be able to do what I did. You'll be able to live like I live. You'll be able to walk in victory. Walk in power. Walk in faith like I did. And it starts with the simple thing of right now, right here, you saying, I believe that. Just to say, you saying, I believe that. And saying, so be it. So be it. Stand up on your feet, everybody. Oh, thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Glory to God. Close your eyes if you would. Let's say some things. About the end of this year, about the coming year. said out loud, I claim, I claim extra, finances extra finances for these next days and weeks. For these next days and weeks. I claim, I claim more, than more than enough for our Christmas for our, Christmas, for our, family, for our family to be generous to, be generous to, others. to others. I say money, I say money abundance, abundance provision Provision. plenty Plenty. come to us us. in Jesus name name. every need need. be met met. every bill bill. be paid paid. every obligation obligation. be fulfilled fulfilled. in Jesus name name. Hallelujah. hallelujah oh thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will be satisfied. Amen. We'll be fulfilled. Thank you, Lord. We won't be coming up short and being behind. Good things will come to pass. Good things will happen. God will move. Provision will take place. We sent our words. Come on. Did you see those words? By faith. Can you see them flying out of here? Go into effect things. Influence situations. Cause things to change. Say it out loud. The words. That come out of my mouth. Will not return void. They will accomplish. What I please. They will prosper. In what I sent them to do. Oh. Thank you Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Just keep your eyes closed just a minute further. Learn how to speak over your family. Learn how to speak over your children and over your grandchildren. Don't talk about how much trouble they've got. That's not going to help them. Don't talk about how they've messed up. That's not going to help them or anybody else. Send your words to help them. When you're thinking over them, pray over them. And then as it comes up in your heart, speak it out and say, be enlightened. Be quickened. Be strengthened. Be refreshed. Be reconciled to God. Hallelujah. Be restored to fellowship With the Lord and with your family. Hallelujah. Send your words. Glory to God. Glory to God. Send your words. Believe that they have an effect. Believe that they are working even now. And Jesus said, you'll have what you said. Praise you.